Motherfuckers, we're back. I'm Sean. <laughs> I'm Juan. And I'm Mike. And music you just heard there was Tree Knock. And by coincidence, we just happen to have Stoyer and Josh here from Tree Knock. Welcome, gentlemen. What's going on? What's up? All right, get, get real close to that fucking thing. Hey. Perfect. There we go. <laughs> What's up? Yeah, these things need to, are not the hottest of mics, but they cut out the background noise. So, um, what's going on, gentlemen? On Sunday, I didn't make it to church today, so we're good. Good. Must <laughs> be watching fart well, porn. I was going to say, you're in good company because we don't go to that shithole either. No, it's fine. So what? Um, what's what's up going on with the new albums? Uh, First Encounter came out, when they put out like November. It took a while. I just super disorganized and COVID and the engineer was having phone problems with his family like people getting sick and like handling it so like i don't have a record label so i don't have any expectations i can just do whatever i want <laughs> which is the way to do it yeah i'm a, i don't want to do that anymore <laughs> no it seems to be i mean nobody does everybody's I mean, putting shit out on Bandcamp themselves and yeah it's it's really easy to put stuff up on spotify and just make all your own stuff now nice so but, that's uh, that's what I think is is the way to to go for the majority of people. I mean, TikTok has helped a lot of fucking really shitty music be popular. So you know what I mean. A lot like, of really stupid people be popular. Yeah, they put out like a six second video, and then next thing you know, a year later, they're like putting out a full fucking song. And he's like, oh my god, it's so great. I literally watch a girl with a fupa put put googly eyes on it, and she just dances at a gas station every day. That's our that, guest next week. That's her job. She works at a gas station. So she's a fupa dancer at a gas station. Yeah, it's, it's that's great. We got to get her on. Fuck. <laughs> I'm doing something wrong. I need a job. Yeah, right? <laughs> Here, we're working legitimate jobs, and she's just fucking putting eyeballs on her fucking big fat yeah, gut and making money. Too. I had to watch it a couple times to see the tongue. There's a tongue <laughs> under there. <laughs> but that's what you got to do. Get on, get on TikTok. I think that's a record. The fupa TikTok? No, record. fucking going off the rails. We just went right off topic. That was oh, about <laughs> ten seconds into the show. <laughs> that was maybe a minute of on topic and right off into fucking fupas. But uh, yeah, okay. So back on topic. Uh, yeah, the record's short. I like doing EPs. I think they stay more relevant. Um, we have another one that I'm just like I have in my pocket that's not out yet. Until maybe if someone wants to hear it or cares, and then we'll put it out. Fucking right, we want to hear it. It's super yeah. early right now. Like we're only like five or six shows into this band. So how 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 many songs and how long is it? Like, uh, the first one's eight. And like it's an what intro. like eighteen less, minutes. I say less than twenty minutes long. Yeah, 
just how it should be. It's fucking great, dude. It's, it's, it's a good combination of like grindcore, hardcore, a little bit of punk. I mean, it's a little bit of everything. Yeah, some, someone called us party black metal, <laughs> which I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take that too. That's fine. <laughs> Fuck, it's just, it's just it. It is what it is, it's and it's fucking I mean, cool, that's, yeah. It's really yeah, but the we, best way to explain it. We live in a world of fucking labels, dude. And and I hate that. like, Because why does it have to be one or the other? It's just fucking cool, and that's all that matters. This is our guitar player's first metal band. Really? Yeah. That's the funniest thing about this. What did yeah, he do cause, before? Cause he, was in a, he was in a street punk band when we were kids, and that's how I met him. And then, uh, then he was in a folk punk band for like years. And then, and then, uh, and then he was in, he's in, they're, they're like doing the Fugazi thing. They're not broken up. They play like one show a year. He's in Reservoir, which are kind of like shoegazy, like indie. And like, he doesn't play metal at all. Real fucking wimpy. Yeah. Well, he, he pulls it off pretty it's well. It's good. I mean, yeah. which helps with like the weird ambient stuff. Cause like he'll write it and I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I might save that for like Reservoir. And I'm like, yeah. no, nah, I think we could use it. And or, then I like put a twist on it, and he's like, "Oh, I didn't think of it that way." Or he'll be like playing something. It's like that's cool, but like power chord it or do something that makes it sound metal. <laughs> then he'll do it, and it's like, "Yeah, that sounds cool as fuck." No, it's awesome. I can't wait to catch you guys. Every seems like every time you guys are playing a show, I I had something else going on. Or the next show is uh, me. February twenty fourth at Pilgaroo in Pottsville. It's a uh, Puss World Order, this dude Budwash used to do shows like 10 years ago. And he used to do them all over Schuylkill County. And then he started doing uh, like fests where he would do like one day in like 10 bars. So like anywhere you wanted to go, you would see music, whether it was like indie or rap or metal or hardcore. And then he opened a brewery during COVID. Which fucking sucks. <laughs> Good timing. Yeah, yeah. but uh, he somehow he, he pushed through and he has a brewery and he just has all kinds of music. So him, so he put it on and then Family Garden, which our buddy Flan plays in. And Flan was in Rodent Lord and Crack House. Uh, I think he's in Crippler now. And uh, he hit me up and he wants to do the weekend because he's playing a weekend. and he, So... We decided to do it there. He's shooting a video that night. We might do one too. I got to reach out. I mean, there's a camera there. Might as well do two videos. Like, it's going to be a party. So It's awesome. A black metal party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Flan, Flan's, he's, he's a fucking character. Last too. time I saw Flan, we, uh, he ate some acid and we taught him how to ride a mini bike. <laughs> <laughs> and uh well it was awesome well you know you know the was it the last maryland death fest video where that dude's like getting pissed on yes uh-huh. that's yeah, flan that's flan no yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys told me about this and yeah so i'm at this biker party up north called the creep out it's like a van chopper party and you guys have already like told me about like the maryland death fest video about the dude getting pissed on and like eating his chick out and i haven't seen i see flan like twice a year and he just so happened to come up to this party and he's like, yo, did you see my fucking video, man? And I'm like, no, what video? And he like, he's like from death fest. And I'm like, holy fuck. That's you. Like you're the fucking death fest guy. And I was <laughs> dude, what the fuck are the chances of actually knowing who that guy is now? Like, dude, he's awesome. You should have him on here. He's a yeah, fucking, 
I think I talked about him last time. Wait, is that the, so? He was the one eating that chick out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh shit! Uh, he's a marine biologist, but then he'll like study whale data and listen to like acid bath or like. Well, judging from the video, he's pretty good on the water. <laughs> yeah. I, I was gonna say he's really into tuna. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, his band's playing. So, and uh, he also does skull pit mutants. Like he makes these little acrylic uh, toys. Like the shit you used to get in like your cereal boxes back in the day, but he makes little monsters and stuff like that. Oh shit! Yeah, that's fucking cool. I'm gonna so have to he, start checking yeah. them out, he, collect he, them. He, he's, he's pissy def- pussy and fucking makes toys. That's, <laughs> he's a fucking maniac. He's, he's a character. That's he's my sure. hero. <laughs> Need a video of him jamming them toys up a pussy, shooting them out. I'm sure he's got them. <laughs> he also did. You've uh, heard of cereal toys? How <laughs> about pissy pussy toys? In, what the fuck movie did he just do? Back road. So the dude that's shooting the video that night, I think he like, I don't know if he wrote it, but he like filmed and directed, I guess this back road movie. And it's like a B movie, horror movie. And a lot of it is shot in like Northern Berks and Schuylkill County and Flans in it too. And it's just like him getting, they put him in front of a wood chipper and like fed fucking raw meat and like blood through it for like 15 minutes. Shot him with it. There while I just, yeah, because there's a scene where this dude, gets, he's, like, about to have a threesome in, like, a redneck hot tub in, like, a truck or something, and a chainsaw just rips through him, and then there's just Flan just bathing in the fucking guts and shit. <laughs> no, wait, did was the Pissy Pussy video planned? I don't think so. I don't All know. Right. Like I said, Probably you guys told something me about he does. It. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, just, I guess everybody has to have hobbies. You're like, but fuck, this song's fucking incredible. I'm gonna fucking eat this my shit. Face. <laughs> yeah. No, that actually came from Brad. Brad said, oh, he's like, really? yeah, he's like, check this out. This is going on at Death Fest. I was like, huh. Well, then, of course, that was the beginning of it. Yeah, he, yeah. He, uh, he went to Kutztown. He, like, majored in, I guess, marine biology and shit like that. That's how I know him. Like, we played basement shows in Kutztown with him where he would, like, I seen him cut himself open with like a broken beer bottle and just like play through set. Hey, good for him. Yeah. yeah. Like Yo, the, the Golden Bears alumni must be proud. <laughs> <laughs> like the grossest fucking basement in Cutstown. Yeah, like, did you ever, did you ever see the Rat Milk or the Spaghetti House? No. Yes. It's um. It was rat if you milk go through town, sure. down to where the Dunkin' Donuts is, and you hook that left over the railroad tracks, there's a house right on the corner. It's like a really old, like, I think it's a stone or it's like, like a big house, house, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like a wraparound isn't porch. It across the street, isn't there like an antique place around the corner? Yeah. yeah. Uh, our friends used to do shows in this, in that basement. And I played there with Slug or Not. I, we got banned because I threw a bottle at someone's head. Uh, he deserved it. And uh, Gloom Doom played there a couple times. Floyd got roofied there one night. I carried him <laughs> the fuck out. Uh, Floyd also got powerbombed through a coffee table there. Um, Sentences you never think you hear. Floyd got roofied there one yeah. night. What? Yeah. <laughs> and power bomb through a table. <laughs> fucking cool. Wild time. Yeah, those house shows are awesome. Yeah, Kutztown gets pretty crazy. Some of those fucking. It's all about finding like the the spot where you can tuck something in, like a metal show where mm. no one fucking cares. Like no one bothers with the noise or the cars or the people. And, like, that place is just in the right spot where it has no neighbors, really. I think it has one neighbor, like, 60 yards away. I was going to say, they're not real close And then there. an antique shop. Like, it's, like, 
in that yeah, back weird I mean, corner across from the railroad station. It's like house shows and parties when, like, I don't think the cops ever came to any show I was at there anyway. Yeah, they were never called. They, they bothered us if, like, we migrated into town. But other than that, no, shows always went off pretty good there. Shit, we, we, uh, this is another good flan story. We were above, <laughs> he lived above China King. And we were there one night, and it was me, me and Floyd from Gloom Doom, uh, Bobby, who was also in Rodent Lord, and, like, down the hallway on, like, an angle is another apartment. And Floyd had this bottle of Grey Goose, like, the big ones, and he's holding it over his head like an axe, and he's like, should I do it? I'm like, yeah, fucking do it. And he axe handle whips this bottle of Grey Goose at this apartment door, and it just smashes, and glass and booze go all over the fucking place. We all run back inside and we shut the door. And then we open the door like we're concerned neighbors. And we're like looking around. <laughs> and the neighbors are like pop out like, what the fuck? And we're like, yo, did you guys hear that? And they're like, dude, there's fucking broken glass and like something all over the fucking floor. And so their party and our party somehow like integrated and we're in their part. Their party is like a cool college party with like chicks dancing on tables and shit. Our party's just a bunch of smelly assholes listening Big to Big sausage fest. Yeah. So we end up in their party, and I'm talking to some girl, and I don't know who did it, but Flan had pet snakes. And someone took his frozen dead mice that he feeds them and opened the box and threw it into the party. So I'm talking to this girl, and she gets hit in the face by a dead fucking mouse. <laughs> <laughs> and it hits her, and she kind of like, it stuns her and she doesn't know. And she looks down and sees it and like, Oh my God. Oh my God. And it was awesome. It was a good night. <laughs> that better be on the next album. <laughs> yeah. You need to find her, recreate that, do a video <laughs> with that scene her getting fucking smacked in the face point. with it, a dead frozen mouse. There was a lot of nights in that time period, like 2012 ish. That should have been in a video. Like our municipal waste video, like would have been perfect. That's great. Just in Cutstown alone, there's a lot of, a lot of shit went down. And yeah. he had the roof access. He also had the roof access to China King. Like you can get above it. Like just stand on the roof and yell at chicks like leaving the bar. Wow. Eh. Yeah, I had some bad experiences in Cutstown over the years. Very bad. <laughs> Bob too. You have to ask Bob about that. So like. If you guys could tour with anybody, who would you guys want to tour with? Hmm. I mean, I in my head, I have a pretty cool package. Your hmm. wife probably has <laughs> a pretty cool package. <laughs> no, it's, it's, I'm white. Well, it's small. Here we go off the rails again. Guar <laughs> uh, um, is cool in a sense because Guar kind of umbrella is like everything. You can always be a weirder band. Yeah. And, like, you can be under the Guar umbrella and you're safe to, like, do that tour. Versus, like, me and him saw Hatebreed. It was Hatebreed, uh, Three Inches of Blood, oh, no. and Typo fucking Negative. God. Oof. That fucking, fucking 45 minutes between Three Inches of Blood to get to Hatebreed, because I fucking hate Typo yeah, Negative. Fuck that band. I want yeah, to I agree. kill myself. <laughs> yeah. So like, well, that's what they're all about. They should yeah. fucking hand out razors before yeah. their shows yeah, start. Yeah, like, but Bef- well, drown myself in before the it started. Yeah, but like, like that was awful. But like, if you're on tour with Guar, you just everyone expects shit to be kind of weird because they are weird. Um, 
Guar is always cool. Skeleton, which would be uh, really cool. I was just thinking that, like, first two, three records, Skeleton Witch, before they got, like, real black metal-y. Like, yeah, Submit to the Suffering. I could see Skeleton you guys Witch. with, like, Iron Reagan and Cattle to Cat. That would be, be cool. a fucking yeah. cool package. I played with both those bands at some point. That's yeah. fucking no, awesome. Yeah, yeah. We we played with Iron Reagan yeah, and Slugger Municipal Not. Ways. Slugger Not opened for Iron Reagan on that last record. Um, and then... Gloom Doom and his old band set to destruct open for municipal waste like ten years ago. Nice. Yeah, I actually just found those uh found the tickets uh that we had to sell and the fucking flyer and I sent it to him. It was yeah, it was at Reverb. It was a cool fucking show. Like even AF. I could see you guys with AF too. That'd be a cool show. That'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I know the drummer for Gnostic Front right now. Oh oh, oh yeah, you were telling me da- that. Danny, he used to be in um Sworn Enemy when we toured with Sworn Enemy. And then uh, he was also in Suicide City. And he's just, he's a really good drummer. So, like, he, if you need a higher drummer, that's the dude. Like, he did, Wall, I think he went out with Walls of Jericho for a tour. Yeah. Fuck, they were, AF was fucking awesome. That was, of all the fucking bands I've never seen, like, all the years, you know, that I've been going to hardcore shows, they were one of the ones I just always kind of eluded me. I want Vinny Stigma to be my grandfather. Oh, isn't he the yeah, best? He's like the coolest old. old he's dude. the coolest fucking old dude. Old Italian dude with fucking with a tattoo shop and fucking plays in an awesome band. Like, yeah. So, what shitty band would you put in between you guys and the good band? <laughs> shitty band. Shitty band. Yeah, because it, it seems like these shows. That's what they do. Like we even went to see. Is it like I, I can name a shitty band that we can fit in? Well, we went to see what was the fucking tour. The, tour thing that we went to see and they threw in fucking Volbeat. Oh, that was Gojira, Slipknot, and Oh, it was Behemoth. Behemoth, yeah. And I swear they threw that band in just so that like Slipknot could feel like they were heavy when they came on yeah. because it's like, dude, you're not going to compete with these other opening bands. Yeah. Oh, God. So it's like, what are you going to do with... Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they were totally out of fucking place there. I saw there. Slipknot like first two records. Like, yeah. Like, we left like, like what, two songs in? Well, I wanted to see Behemoth. And we got there like we right it. as they wrapped it up. And we got to see Gojira, who's fucking awesome. And then and then we suffered through that fucking piece through, of shit, Volbeat. And then our, our buddy was drinking. Well, see, I don't know what was our, worse, our watching mate, Mike drink fucking White Claw or fucking watching <laughs> Volbeat. I remember, we, I think we were at the strip club one time. And this fucking stripper was like, what do you guys want us to dance to or something? We were just like, Metallica. And she's like, oh, well, my next song's Volbeat. And we're like. You, you, uh, like you were wah, hot, wah. <laughs> yeah. Now you're not. Yeah, but they toured with me. Metallica. Yeah, that's yeah. who like brought them uh, in. Volbeat like. and like Typo Negative and Twitching Tongues are those bands with like the cum gargling vocals. Also, there, there's that a, there's I just, a oh, I don't like. There's a, there's a newer like hardcore band, like a younger band called like uh, was it Age of Apocalypse? Oh, I was gonna say, d- please don't say Knocked Loose. No, nah, fuck that band. I don't like oh, I but Age of Apocalypse has that. Life of Agony style fucking vocals, which just yeah, keep I it out like of hardcore. Life agony I don't know. Do, you, do you know what? I like the riffs. I was yeah. really looking forward to see. I again another band who played in Reading at one time at Unisound years yeah. ago. Divination and <laughs> and fucking, I was really looking because I always like River Runs Red. It's the only Life of Agony album I like, and I can tell you that someone that transitions from a man to a woman fucking loses that punch. I that I was really disappointed seeing them. I like 
her stage presence better than I did when I seen like, I mean, they're way older than when I was going to shows, but like the videos, she performs or puts on a show better. Oh than I yeah. Than when he was, I forget his it's, name. If you, Keith, Keith Caputo. Okay. That's it. If unfortunately I just thought, I'm assuming it's with, you know, with the hormone therapy or just lost that punch to the vocals. I was really disappointed seeing the river runs red stuff. Like, wait, what? So what happened? Is it like higher pitched? Softer? Yeah, it's the voice just kind of changed. I mean, which you, I mean, you expect. I mean, that's kind of yeah. the point of it. But like, it just what didn't have the same punch as it originally did. I was. It kind of reminds me of like a cover band. It's what it, a cover band doing. Uh, River Runs Red is what it yeah. reminds me of. I mean, yeah, kind of. It really does. The music is spot on, but the vocals are just not the same. Yeah, but you're right. The stage presence is awesome and way better because I think back in the day, like he used to just kind of hang in the back a lot. Did did kind of a Maynard thing. I know? mean, if you're gonna play hardcore shows, that's the only place you can really be is in the back pocket, or you're just gonna get smashed. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like. Like the, some yeah, of you're gonna dudes, get your ass beat while you're singing. Some of those dudes that hang like hang tough towards the front of the stage and like hold like hold on to that microphone, like good on you. You got like 30 dudes on top. Of you. Well, who was the um? Oh, who was the other band that played? Maybe right? that's why he like changed over to a woman. <laughs> the 30 dudes <laughs> all over you every show. <laughs> I think it's a different kind of scenario though. Oh my man, not what you're thinking. But the the band from California that played like right before Life Agony, um, oh, fuck, was that Terror? Was it that show? Yeah, yeah, it was the yeah. Terror show. But the band that ah, oh, they started with an S. Ah, oh, fuck, suck. They're an older band, but that dude was fucking right up, fucking front and center, and with an S. I will look this up right now. Yeah. I think it's an S. I'm old, so it might fucking... Yeah, well, are you sh- wasn't that Terror? Wasn't Terror and... No, no, Life didn't Agony? they headline? I think Terror headlined okay, that, right? yeah. Was it, it wasn't Shattered Realm, was it? No. They didn't play that show, or did they? Ah, oh, fuck. It was the band that came on right before LOA. Um, I'm not sure. Not Slapshot. We're looking. Yeah. Yeah, we're looking Someone at Someone will find it. Strife. That's it. Yes, Strife. them. Yeah, no, they dude, were fucking that awesome. Fuck, that dude's a fucking animal. But he was fucking front and center, mm-hmm. right up fucking front. Yeah, People were fucking always. Yeah, that dude. I remember working Tsunami Fest there and like going to unlock the building one morning, and he's sleeping on the merch tables outside, and he's got like dried blood on his head because like busts himself open with the microphone every time. Yeah, that, I mean, they're consistent. They've always been like the same band. That's yeah. They were awesome. Yeah. I'd never seen them before either. They were. Really good. So who's the shitty band that would play with you guys? Are you going to, like, shitty as in, like, not good at playing or doesn't fit the bill? Both. Both. And it, and it can be local. Both or... or. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to really narrow it down for you. <laughs> Maybe the beginning uh, of the alphabet. <laughs> I, would, I would play a show with Bob Wayne. And I say this. This pops in my head because I just bought a seven-inch split <laughs> with three inches of blood and Bob Wayne. For some fucking reason, this exists. I mean, I like it. But uh, Bob Wayne's just like an outlaw country singer that sings about meth and, you know. Yeah. Is he kind of like shit. Joe Buck yourself? Yeah. <laughs> like that yeah, kind of? Yeah, yeah, Well, we definitely, I definitely wouldn't play with Aaron Parker. Yeah, I ain't doing that. Yeah. <laughs> 
So like that's the beginning, beginning of the alphabet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was a couple letters in, but <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> oh man. But all going back to bands that I wouldn't mind playing a show with, like touring with. We we actually played a show with Midnight, uh, and they would be fucking cool to tour with. Or like Wraith, like that like black metal rock and roll style music, which I feel like is pretty popular right now but it's so fucking good dude i got satanic rock and roll i got a crazy midnight story so we were me and my wife went out to riot fest this year to see Mm -hmm. the misfits Mm -hmm. and we had like kind of like there was like a premium area you could pay extra and it was Mm kind of out of the way and i went up to get a beer and i had this obituary hat on and the dude comes up and goes dude my band played with them i was like who's your band midnight he's like i played drums for him i was like what dude he's the nicest dude Yeah. yeah he is he talked to he was talking to me about, I think he said he played in an ACDC tribute band at one point, and he said how yeah, he'd love to start a Kiss tribute band. <laughs> I'd be down for that. <laughs> and then, uh, which is funny. Ugh, like, don't we, do that, dude. We were in Slugger that we did an ACDC tribute set, too. But mm. it was all like all the good ACDC songs. What, like the Bon Scott stuff? Yeah, like the the B-list Bon Scott stuff that's like not on the radio. Or even the the Brian Johnson stuff that's not on the radio. It's cool. Every ACDC song is awesome when it's ending. <laughs> it's, it's usually the best part. Like that last two notes. Oh, what, yeah. what part of the Kiss songs do you like? None, dude. Fuck Kiss. <laughs> I, I will stand by like, I treat Kiss like my faith no more. It's like, give me the greatest hits. That's all I need. I don't need to go through all the other albums. The first four albums are fucking untouchable. After that, I'm kind of hit or miss. I uh, yeah, because if you had to put a gun to my head, like Young and Wasted was like there. That was there. Like <laughs> if I had to pick a Kiss song, but that you know what I mean. That was kind of punkish and a little mm-hmm. like very like out of character for Kiss. But that's Kiss, if you put a gun to my head. Kiss hotter than hell, dressed <laughs> to kill and destroyer. I love that. It's like you almost have to kill me for me to pick <laughs> some <Yeah>. shit. <laughs> I said I said to John from Divination one night because he nose, like, big nose. He heckled me about some Kiss shit on stage, and I was like. How many albums did they have? And he was like, 26. And I was like, okay, let's just, for easy math, assume there's 10 records. They don't have 26 or, good or songs. Or 10, 10 songs. 22 of them are live records. albums. I was like, so, Greatest <laughs> Hits is like maybe 10 songs. So a 26th of your catalog is cool. Like, that's luck. That's not even talent at that point. Like, yeah, but, but <laughs> if, they, if they have 26 albums and the Greatest Hits is in there... Don't forget, 14 of them are live albums, yeah. which are still Greatest Hits albums. Yeah. It's the same songs on the fucking Greatest Hits album. Yeah. You so. were just a one-hit wonder ten times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, snap. What? <laughs> well, hey, uh, Kiss is, I, you know how I feel about Kiss. It's No, how do you feel, Mike? You got to put a gun to my Elaborate. head. Elaborate. <laughs> a love gun. <laughs> yeah. oh, fuck, I like love gun too. And rock and roll. All right, so six albums I like. like. But ooh, speaking of rock and roll and Midnight, did you listen to Midnight's other band? No. White Spade? I have not. It's, I don't know how to, what to call it. It's a Motorhead ripoff band. Like, has a spade with like the Midnight scythe around it and uh 
you can put a song on and be like, oh, this would, like, I put it on and I question it. I'm like, is this a Motorhead song? I don't know. And then, like, and then they even, like, play on words. Like, the album title, the song titles are not far off from, like, Motorhead song titles. Oh, that's like, fucking awesome. I'll have to check that out. It's cool. It's, just, kind, it's the Motorhead like, record you don't have anymore. Kind of like uh, never gonna get. Cannabis Corpse or one of yeah. those bands. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. Max yeah, Sabbath. Really cool. Yeah, that's wild, man. Max, I'm gonna have to check it out. Max, but is it done in a good in a good way? Not yeah. like a no. It sounds shitty ripoff way. Sounds like it sounds like dude's not like screaming as harsh as he is in Midnight. He's like it's a little more audible, but it sounds like a Motorhead record front to That's back. Cool. Like like I said, I literally like doubted my knowledge on Motorhead. I'm like, fuck, do I not know this? But is there an era of Motorhead that they follow? Like the early shit? It just it sounds sort of like no. It sounds like. Just like All a generic the, motorhead. Yeah, like some rock songs, like like just sexy rock songs. Some are fast, like Ace of Spades. Like, yeah, it's good. It's really it's good. awesome. So what about Chaos and Carnage coming to Reading? Are you, you trying to get on that bill? Uh, it's probably already full with like a thousand bands. Yeah, they probably have like two stages going. Yeah. Isn't there only like one cool band on there? Two. <laughs> <laughs> two, and, and usually, like, well... There, there could be two and dying a half fetus if we played. It's Dying Fetus and Aborted. Okay, I only yeah. know, I'm only familiar with Dying Fetus. Yeah. I, I like Dying oh, Fetus, great. but, like... Yeah, Aborted is old. Okay. Yeah. So they're, like, you know, grandpa's coming out to play, but they can play. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, I don't know, you can still hop on it, can't you? I mean... Maybe. It's a know. festival, dude. Cut everybody it's down. festival. To- <laughs> Ten minutes. <laughs> Fun, you idiot. I don't know. I would. I would (laughs) rather. I don't know. I I don't think I would want to play it. No. No. Just I would rather go to it for the last couple bands. Last three bands. Not play in the beginning and have to be there for the rest of the day. I'm not totally opposed to like some ticket moving shows for venues if I know it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not gonna go out of my way to move tickets for like. A crowd that's not going to give a shit about us. Yeah, I learned that lesson like really, like really early on. Um, But I also understand like why some promoters do it. Like you're giving a local band a slot to open for an international or a national, and then you're just going to piss it away and not even bring like twenty people. Like, all right, let me ask you this: What about the places that do shows that are free? Like sometimes you'll go to a place and you'll hear like, oh, there's a show, but it's like there's no tickets. It's a free show. It'll be like a local band doing some cover thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like why don't they ever offer like that to smaller bands from the area? I want to say because overhead and stuff, like for instance, like say Reverb, I don't think would do that because the overhead is way more than like a bar. You know, no, no, but what I mean, like, 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 here's a good example. Reverb will do, like, a free show for Obey Your Master. Okay. Yeah. But that, a newer band. They're, they're, they might be, you know, they might, Reverb might guarantee them, like, two grand or something to play They'll probably that make night. their money in beer. I was yeah, going to say, they're beer. making their money off but the bar, But those, like, right? big, bigger shows where the bands are 10, 15 grand, like, if they don't sell enough tickets, like, they might not even cover it with bar money you know, that they make. So that's why they like have to sell tickets. It's all, it's all money. I guess I, I think of it like when we were in a, a board aside, mm-hmm. junkie bands back in the day, having fun, like it was literally like a bunch of kids having a good day on a day. Mm-hmm. Well, back we, when death metal was new. Yeah. Yeah. And we would play these like bars. They mm-hmm. never paid us. 
We didn't yeah. care. We just paid, played for free, but it was like a, a day to hang out. Like, is yeah, there anybody around the, here that does well, that anymore? Well, just or no? like, just like that. Was, was it the midnight show we played? They gave us tickets to sell, but we made money on each ticket we sold. Not yeah, like we had yeah. to buy. They're like, here's a hundred tickets. You have to sell them. If you don't sell them, you have to buy the rest. Mm. It was sell what you can. You make money on the ones you sell and the rest you give back. Yeah. They still, and it, they still gave us, they paid us pretty good and they gave us like five bucks a ticket, mm-hmm. which is like really good yeah. for most, most of that. Um, yeah, so I guess what I'm saying is like, is there any places that ever like hire bands for just to give it a shot? Like, yeah, like dude, like play and, and show yeah, up and Homer's, it's great if people. Homer's was doing it for a while because the bartender was a punk and she used to, she started doing the original bands there versus the cover bands. Is that why she did it? She was, I didn't know. Yeah, that. yeah, she, I went to, I was in second grade with her. Like, I no know her for a really long time and then we ended up in the same scene and like, sound waves in the silo and all that. Mm. But uh, she was the one that brought like n- original bands in there. And I think gloom doom was the first one to do it. And that's why we had that hold on Thanksgiving. And then she just moved recently. And then last I heard was the place was like painted and they're trying to clean the bar up. And if you've been to our Thanksgiving Eve shows, it was a beer bath. Like, there's beer dripping off the ceilings, beer dripping off the walls. Well, we were like, talking about videos. There's that infamous video of you kicking the beer can. Yeah, yeah. That's I, a great one. I kicked one. that beer can and hit that girl in the face. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, good one. Like, so those shows, um, I assumed were just, like, nixed. And then everyone hit me up, like, Thanksgiving Day this year or Thanksgiving Eve, and they're like, yo, what the fuck? You're not playing tonight? Like, there's no... Because we did it for 10 years. I'm like, I figured it was just null and void now because they, like, painted the place and tried to make it. Like, there's flat screens everywhere. You really want people throwing beers? And, uh, but I don't know. Apparently, they're, I heard they're open to it. I need to go in and talk to someone. Because other than that, like, no one's, like, there's a couple DIY spots, but it's still hard to, like, get through to these people. Yeah. Like, I know Gnome Hutch is booking. And there's another place called Mother of Worlds is like a small DIY place, but like... Where's that at? That's on in Temple off of Fresh Valley Road. Oh, really? Okay. So that's where I work, yeah. and I go there just about every day, and the only like fucking buildings in that little like complex are my work and like three like sketchy fucking garages. Like, so it's probably in the sketchy garage, yeah. which is fine. But so like... Sketchy, that's perfect. Sketchy. Yeah. Yeah. Sketchy's great. Yeah. yeah. Like... All, all those cars that are in there are stolen. They have to be. <laughs> <laughs> They're chop shops. They're not even garages. And I think, like, like I like Nitro Bar. I think Nitro Bar is really cool. But that is almost too nice to have, like, a shithead fest. You know what I mean? Like, How deep down that rabbit hole do you want to go? Yeah, well, that's why I've been pitching really hard. <laughs> I've been trying to get them to let us do a show in the garage because if people spill beer and act like assholes in the garage because it's heated, you just rinse it out with a hose. Like, let me be a shithead in your garage. <laughs> I don't think West Reading in general would be ready for that show. Yeah, yeah, that's not a shithead. That's exactly fest. why we need to do it. <laughs> Fuck them. 
Okay. Yeah, I kind of like that theory, actually. Dude, I'll tell <laughs> you what. Go talk to the dudes that own Oakbrook. Come on. I'm, I, the miss, I miss the no, old. No, 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 no. Oakbrook, <laughs> Oakbrook <laughs> Brewing, like right up the street in West yeah. Reading. Okay. That fucking dude's opened a lot of things. He's really cool. Yeah. I'm, I miss the old West Reading. Welcome, Redding. ghetto. We're going to fuck your shit up. Well, wait. It's already <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, we, we, used to, we used to go to the fucking West Reading Diner like after shows because we're like, Hey, we all want to see some fucking sketchy shit go down. And Let's, cockroaches. Let, there would the always news. be cops. There would always be fights. Like, the West Reading Diner was fucking sketchy as hell at night. Now and it's like... I was gonna say, now it's respectable. Yeah, like, fuck that. That'd I don't want to go thing. there. The news is like, yes, Treenock came and played a show and clean up Oakbrook. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually better than it was when they, before they showed up. It's like those, those hippie fests that they have in, like, state parks and national forests. You ever hear about those? Oh, and they just fuck it's, it all it's up. It's like, they're called uh, the Rainbow Gathering. And they fuck shit up? Well, so oh, they, These are the well, worst. They go there and they oh, fuck fucking. shit up, but then apparently afterwards, like, whoever, like, headed it or started it, they go in, double check and clean up, and then they plant new trees and new vegetation and, like, put... No, we put it back, man. And then they like, come back the next year and eat the trees they just planted. Maybe. They're the like, fuck? I know we destroyed all. these trees that you guys had that were like 20 years old, but we're going to put these like three-month-old little buds together. Yeah. I know from like bouncing at uh, at Reaver for the longest time, I could not fucking stand when like the hippie shows would come through. They were always like the, the most pretentious fucking the arrogant fest. fucking assholes. Like... You'd be like, hey, they just, all they would do is bitch about beer prices and they all fucking smelled like, like, dude, it's not, you're not playing in someone's fucking field. Like it's a fucking concert venue. I'm sorry. The beer is fucking $7. I will, I will take the juggalos over mm-hmm. the hippies any day. Juggalos are cool. Cause you could like kick their ass and they'll be like, all right, man, we'll see you next year. Like, they, <laughs> they just, the juggalos, like I remember like working those shows and dreading those days. But the first time we did it, they were like so pumped that there was a place to do their thing, like the clown scene or whatever you want to call Dude, it. Dude, reverb's awesome. They were, like, they were we just don't have really anything. cool about it. But then, like the hippies, they're just like entitled. They want to know why their beers is expensive, mm-hmm. why they can't bring in their big bag full of all their own beers or yeah, whatever and bullshit. Like, it's that, a big they, group they, of Karen. Yeah, they also don't understand like where's the kombucha a, beer. Yeah, it's it's a venue. <laughs> It's a fucking venue in Reading. Like, we search people. That's what you do when you work in fucking Reading. Like, when you have, it doesn't matter what event it is. You just, like, ma'am, I have to search your, and like, your we, armpit. Like, we'd, look, we'd like, you know, we do bag checks and stuff, and there'd be like 15 bottles of unmarked fucking pills and shit. And it's like, you can't bring this in. And they're like, what the fuck? Why not? It's like, I don't know I what to that treat is. my anxiety like, and my hair. And- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like a leather sat- like a leather satchel with wine in it. Do you ever yeah. see them do that uh, shit? Yeah. Backpacks with wine in it. Yeah, that's like Renaissance assholes. Fair shit. Yeah. That's, dude, the, cr- the crust punks. Uh, also, I see them the like worst. punch the holes in their uh, bottom of their backpacks and take like box wine so they can just sip on the bottom of their friend's backpack while he's wearing it. I guess they smuggle wine into shows. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like eating ass at a show. It's just, what are you yeah. doing? No, I'm getting wine. Yeah. yeah. I'm the wine mom. <laughs> Drink up, babies. <laughs> well, see, that fucking dude that they know is like on it. He just drinks to piss. Yeah. yeah. Then he's, he's yeah. fucking good. Right there. Yeah. You don't have to sneak anything in. She fucking snuck it in. <laughs> I'm hungry. Break out the pussy. <laughs> Uh, a snack and a drink all in one fucking place. Gross. Yeah, I mean, 
it's fucking reverb. We have nothing in Reading. If it wasn't for fucking Chris, we love reverb. reverb. It's mm-hmm. great. Like, it's like yeah. my favorite place. Yeah. Out of like, not just because like I don't even want to go being, anywhere else anymore. Yeah, not being biased no. because I was spoiled from going we, to we, reverb. Yeah. That's, he and I just had this conversation the other week. It's like, hey, there's a show. Nah, fuck it, dude. Yeah. I'd rather go to Reverb. Nah, well, yeah. we all, all of us tried to go down to see cattle and obituary and a minor marth and carcass. <sighs> and Bullshit. I didn't give a fuck about anyone but cattle. And the parking was so fucked. That <laughs> yeah, we, we fucking we, missed it. Yeah, <laughs> we, had, we had to park five blocks away at my buddy's house. And then he had to chauffeur us to the show and then fucking pick us up because... Oh, we, really? I didn't even know that until you guys got we, there. We even yeah. try, I even tried slipping the parking dude like 50 fucking dollars. Like, I was like, yo, are you sure there's not a spot? And I like, <laughs> and he's like, no. I'm like, fuck you, man. There's like, clearly come on. space. I can no, dude, my we got right there, there at our normal time and we yeah. missed it. Yeah, we missed like, cattle. Literally, and that's what I wanted to see. I wanted to see them again. Well, that yeah. shit started at like, what, So 6:30? fucking angry. I don't know, 3.30. Yeah, fucking bullshit. And then who puts cattle on at 6.30? Yeah. That's what I mean. It was a heavy lineup show. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah. don't fucking start it early, dude. Yeah. Especially when you don't have your shit together because of the parking. Dude, like, I even tried, like, like, that morning you te- or we were talking at the gym or whatever about parking, and I tried getting fucking parking at, like, 5 a.m., couldn't fuck it. The, the site wasn't working. It said like site was under construction. Well, do you so know what's you couldn't even up? buy a fucking ticket for the fucking parking. They were letting people park over at the casino, but they didn't tell anybody that. We parked there. We parked there, but and we then, were just like, we and then it sketched. Said, we're like, man, do we really want to deal with this parking bullshit? Mm-hmm. At yeah, like you come out of the fucking show, your car's oh, gone. Yeah. You're like, fuck. Yeah, we're like, I've what had the that fuck? Happen. I don't want to do that shit again. Oof. Yeah. In yeah, New I York, saw parking wars. It bombs. We were in New York with Gloom Doom and, uh, we always played at this place called the Lit Lounge, and the you could park right out front. That's where the parking was. Just pay the meter, you're good. Well, one day, me and we parked there. We were playing at the Bowery, like on uh, we're near CBGBs and shit used to be, and we fucking we went to get slices. Some of them went to a bar. We went, me and Austin went and got slices, and then I ran into our friend Brian. He used to be in Five Minute Freak Show and Twin Kill. Oh, was he in Twin? No, his brother was in Twin Killing, and one of the best Reading hardcore bands. Yeah. So, so then good. we ran into Brian by shit luck, and me. We go back to the van to put money in the meter. Van's fucking gone, gone. And I'm like, oh no. And I'm like looking around, and I call the rest of the band. I'm like, hey man, where's the van? And they're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, it's not there. And he's like, yeah, you're fucking with me. I'm like, no, I'm not. And I like send him a picture of the empty parking spot. I'm like, yo, it's gone. <laughs> and I like saw a cop. So I ran over this cop car. I'm like, hey, where's our van? And he was like, where were you parked? I was like, there. He's like, oh, that's a bus, a bus lane. And I'm oh. like, since when? And he's like, oh, well, like things are changing in the city. The mayor wants to make it like less populated with cars. And I'm like, well, there's still a meter there. I put money in the meter. Like, so now I'm like, well, where'd the van go? Cause like our bags are in there. Like we're on tour. Our bags are in there. Our fucking equipment's in there. And he's like, well, you're going to be in the impound lot behind the Javik center. And my buddy was like, well, I know where it's at. So he takes me through this like weird fucking excursion across New York city we get there. We're in a line with everyone else who got their car impounded that day. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, cool. Like I'm the only one in the band with a credit card. 
Like, we're like 25. None of us have credit or anything. But I'm like, I have one, like, shitty credit card. And I'm like, all right. And then I see, like, I see the sign, like, only people who are registered to the vehicle can sign out the vehicle. I'm like, well, fuck, that's Austin. So I call Austin. I'm like, yo, you get it, better get here. And they'd only take cash. So you better tell Bewley. Bewley always had money. Like, he just, he's really tight with his money. He always had fuck some. So it was like. Dutchy fuck. <laughs> I was like, take him to an ATM. I was like, we need his money and I need your signature. And I'm going to see if I can get the paperwork rolling. So I like explain this to the lady. I get a police escort through the impound lot to get, cause I had a key to get the registration and everything out of the van. Cause if we didn't have the van at the Bowery by like six 30, we can't play. So like they show up in a cab with money. They start, I already had the paperwork already filed. They just signed it, showed credentials. And we're doing like 70 miles an hour across Manhattan trying to get to the show. We made it, but what a fucking night. You're stressed the fuck out. Listen to that story. Yeah. Holy shit. And then you show up and you're like, now it's time to play. Everybody calm down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. New York fucking sucks. Uh-huh. Like, and it, I was up there one time with a buddy of mine. His brother died. They found him in an apartment in lower Manhattan. He'd been there for about three weeks when they found him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, everybody complained about the smell. <laughs> and we go up and we're fucking trying to find a place to park. And this cop pulls up and Mike says, hey, can I park there? And he says, yeah. Pull over there. Fucking pulls up next to us and he goes, you don't have a seatbelt on. I'm ticketing you. Well, my buddy starts fighting with the fucking cop. They're fucking screaming at each other. And I'm like, dude, will you shut the fuck up? They'll fucking beat us. Like, these these ain't fucking Redding cops. Like, these motherfuckers will beat us. He's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm not paying $25. It's like, what? Like, yeah, yeah you got to fight back, dude. Fuck Jesus it. Christ. Like. Nobody likes cops, right? And them stubborn jokes. Yeah. <laughs> fucking cops in New York will shoot you next to a fucking dumpster, and he's fucking arguing about, like, 25 bucks, you know? Then they'll call, then they'll call it in. We're like, yeah, we found a body. <laughs> <laughs> we need a cop car here. This, this all comes back to that cheap fucking Dutchie thing. Yeah, like you know? I say, Jesus cheap fucking Dutchies, man. Rather take an ass whooping than pay 10 bucks. Yep. <laughs> I get it, though. That's, our, that's the Berks County flag. The logo yeah. says, if it's fucking free, it's for me. Yeah. So what other shows besides the Pottsville show do you have? And we're going to take it back to the beginning of the episode. Wait, uh, we're, oh, I thought this was just the bullshit yeah, part. I was going to say, let's get relevant <laughs> yeah, again. Yeah. That's what we do. We like bullshit, and then we're like, all right, we're going to be serious. We're doing, we digress. we're doing February 24th. That's the one in Pilgrim. Mm-hmm. And that's in Pottstown, right? Or Pottsville. Pottsville. Yeah, Pottsville. Sorry. And when do you start? Like, what, what time does that show start? So people know to get on there, you know? Let me look. I want to say it's like... like Eight or nine. It's a yeah, late it's show. Like eight. Because I think it's it's just. Oh, isn't bands, it like right? ten? Actually, didn't you, I think you guys posted it's like. Is it ten? Doors at nine. Show at ten or something. I'm normally in bed by like eight thirty. <laughs> oh shit! Doors <laughs> at nine. Bands at ten. Yeah. Oh, I thought Damn, that's, dude. Yeah, it's late. It's okay. Part. I could still get home from work. And it's up in the mountains. And then just wake up at fucking nine o'clock. And go to <laughs> I was gonna show. say, Jesus Christ, we ain't fucking twenty anymore. Yeah. We uh. So there's that one. And then we're going to play there again like three weeks later on the 11th um, with Gorilla Pack. I guess they're like a reggae band. A dude's doing like a benefit for like a skate shop for like their local park up there or whatever. I didn't get all the details on that yet. And then we're playing at Saucony Creek in Kutztown March 18th. Nice. And then I'm still working on like April and I'm trying to get on Squonkapalooza right now. 
What the fuck is that? <laughs> well, since like so like because tree tree knock, the whole like vibe of the band is like I write all songs about like paranormal and cryptids and like yeah. I guess we should have started out with that. Like it's, that. It's cryptid core. Yeah. So squonk a squonk is like this. <laughs> No, dude. Do you the know the girl like, I dated in high school? Do you know school? what's fucked up? My niece, my fucking niece in Scotland, messaged me and asked if a squonk is real. Yeah, so a, like, it's like uh, this weird cryptid that's like. Well, of course, Josh didn't date an invisible girl. It's like, it's like a she, weird. She went fat to another school, cryptid, and it just cries. Like that's its thing. Yeah, fucking dated her in high school. <laughs> I think we all had a squonk at one time or another. Uh, yeah, they're doing like a, a fest out towards, I think it's in Johnstown. And it's like, it's like a festival, like not a music festival. And then another band hit us up called Cryptid Tears. And they're from like Mechanicsburg. And they're like, yo, we should stick together. Cryptid stick together. So like they sent me the link. I was like, all right, cool. So I, I emailed them Do and they're split. aware. That, and they're just like, I can't believe this many bands want to play this fucking cryptid thing. <laughs> and we're like, yeah. And they're like, well, we got to find a venue. We'll get back to you. So that's like my one. That'd goal be right cool. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking right. Also, what what's cryptic tears sound like? Are they like a punk band? No, I don't remember. I listened to them. No. They're not bad. Are they in if band they were camp? Bad, I would remember. We found the shitty band. Um, to no, play they're on Spotify. <laughs> the tie-in. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, there's like, there's a bunch of festivals popping up right now. But like, I was one get letter, one letter higher in the alphabet. By the way, <laughs> what are you getting at there, Juan? Nothing. We're talking about the alphabet, bro. <laughs> so, what would you prefer to play, festivals or clubs, or just like, like or like dirty bars? Like we we played uh, a show what two weeks ago? That's so was that cool. last weekend? Two yeah, weeks. it was just like a like a fucking fire hall or like a. VFW. Like a PFW members oh, only no. place that you yeah you played at Sokols and Reading and no and uh, Best Life okay Best Life okay all right but uh, I don't even know was, wait there's a Sokols and Reading yeah it's what over what the fuck in, is a Sokol it, I think it's like a Ukrainian <laughs> yeah I think it's like, like a, a Ukrainian like a social club club yeah I think yeah. it's what it I, is I love yeah. how you're into it yeah. but then don't know what the fuck it is yeah. <laughs> that's it awesome was, you're like yeah fuck yeah what the fuck is that this goes back to the whole idea of like trying to find somewhere that will let you play and put on music. And I'm like, is a room where they let us play music. Cool. And people paid and had a good fucking time. And like, I didn't know a Sokol was a thing. Yeah, because we're used to like the fire hall or the, the Pol- VFW. The Polish club in. Um, yeah. It's like a Pol- It was Phoenix like a Polish club. club. Yeah. Like they had like a little bar upstairs. And I heard they had like like a couple bowling lanes downstairs and like another bar. Well, there's, there's bowling. That's what, I, that's what I was told. Fuck. Have you ever been to Brooklyn uh, Bowl? No, down ne- right no, next to the Fillmore. But where I work, my shirt, my uh, my work, we print all the merch for Brooklyn Bowl. Dude, that fucking place yeah. is awesome. The wife and I went to see Gogol Bordello down there a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and there's like bowling alleys upstairs and downstairs, and like the fucking stages. Yeah, this there's this place in Altoona. Is that Triple D's? I don't know. There's uh, it's I, like a place that they do like local shows. Like they used to do uh this like little hardcore fest called Brick by Brick Fest up there. But the last time they had it. The basement was a venue, and upstairs was, like, fucking 20 lanes. You could go, like, during, like, we didn't, there was two bands we didn't give a fuck about, so a couple yeah. of us went upstairs and went bowling. That's fucking it was great. Cool. Yeah, uh, hell yeah. Have you ever been to uh, Asbury Lanes? Mm-mm. 
Asbury Lanes in Jersey, which is like the famous, but it's like right up the street from Stone Pony. All right. And uh, I played there with Gloom Doom, and I played there with Sinking Earth, and uh, with Jucifer. And originally, they like built a stage in the middle. So say there's like 15 lanes, the middle five, they built a stage. So you can just stand there and watch the band while people bowl around you. That's fucking cool. Yeah, that place is awesome. What about Heasters? You guys ever reach out to them and be like, yo, you guys used to have shows here. <laughs> but the first shows I ever went to was at Heasters. Yeah. I was a kid. DRI played fucking yeah. at Heasters. Was, they complained about it the whole time. I was going to say, they were pissed, weren't they? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that stage I'm too young sucked, for Heasters. Sorry. Yeah, and you, Unisound. You guys missed Unisound, I missed, too. I missed Unisound. That fucking Dude, place. That was the fucking shit. Dude, I mean... Mucky Pup, Cro-Mags, um, Leeway, Sick of It All, Biohazard. I mean, they used I to missed, get... I also missed Top of the Rock. No, you didn't miss much. I heard the stories. Yeah. But I... Yeah, yeah that didn't last You long. just missed it. Like, you missed um, Mace. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> well, like... Every time you'd go to a show, they'd be like, yeah, pfft, everybody show! get the fuck out. Yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah but that Show's happened, over, show's that happened over. happened at Unisound, too. Yeah, but not like that. Like, at least you got to enjoy bands at Unisound for yeah, a little. Yeah, I started going to Heasters in 99. I was only, like, 14, so. Uh, but back to what you were saying about, like, what would we prefer to play? I think, like, the, like, VFW, like, house show. Like, I'd rather play that than, like, big fucking venues, like, any. I would love playing a festival. That barricade's got to be such a bummer, though. Yeah. Like, when what you're the- on that big stage and you got, like, 30 feet between you and, like, the front row... That's got to be such a weird vibe. Yeah, like, I mean, but then again, if like you watch those old videos of like Pantera in Moscow, and it's like a sea of people, I think I'd still be really pumped if I yeah. couldn't see the end of the crowd. It depends on how far you want to go with your band, I guess. Yeah. Like if you really want your band to start pushing forward, you need the big venues. Yeah. You need yeah. the people. You need the merch sales. Like, you know what I mean? Like I just like I need to be out smart there. Yeah. Like anymore. we like it's like about that you know show in Bethlehem like. There was probably what a hundred people there. Yeah, I'd, say, I'd the say yeah, I'd say probably a hundred like through the night. But like, it was on the floor. There was no stage, and like, it, it was a lot of younger kids. So there's like a good like, you know, still like a good scene with young kids putting on shows and having fun, and like everyone fucking like mosh dance whatever like enjoyed every fucking band on the bill, and it was just like a really cool. It reminded me of like. Me going to shows when I was fucking 13, 15 Quality years over yeah. quantity. You need yeah. to go to Paul's. That was uh, Is that? Up in Allentown. Is that yeah. the Peruvian dude that I met? Yeah. yeah dude. That place up. is like, yeah. just like that. And then, and like, even Justin was like, our guitar player was like, this is the kind of show I want to play. I'm like, dude, I, it was a good fucking night. Like, front to back. It was I really like, you would love bands. that place then. Yeah. I really like a uh, controller. Yeah, they were, they were fucking cool. And they got a chick singer, and it's just like, she screams like all high-pitched, like black metal, like the whole time. But it's like a hardcore band. They were awesome. They were yeah. really like, cool. I could see you guys playing like um, St. Vitus. Yeah. Because oh, the vibe yeah. in that place, mm-hmm. like, I went to see Exhorter, like when they first got back together and went up there, and it was just like a unison back in the day. It was just fucking people stage diving mm-hmm. and fucking pitting. Well, we got a connection because that one dude from uh, Skullshitter... Uh, he, oh yeah, he does yeah, the sound there. for there. Yeah, yeah, he does the sound for there. So yeah, the might be able to get him. Skull shitter. Oh yeah, dude, they're fucking cool. cool. Oh yeah, check them out, dude. They're fucking awesome. They're fucking cool, man. Yeah. Yeah, and they got their name because 
he said like all the ideas come in from your fucking brain and it's like it shits it all in there and comes <laughs> something crazy he said it on the interview i'm like well, that's crazy yeah. and awesome. yeah i'm i'm, I'm pretty sure that really good band. Mm-hmm. the guitar player was on acid when we were talking to him it's fine yeah. Oh yeah. because yeah, he was fucking tripping as fuck. Like, I mean, like if I said, not, you could teach I someone think, how to ride a mini bike on acid. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it would be cooler if he was just that fucked up and not on acid. Yeah, like normal. I mean, like he's just that I mean, he crazy might be. normal. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was definitely a great interview. Yeah, those I guys are awesome. Yeah. yeah, you'd like those guys. Yeah. Same Vitus, yeah. You've been up. up there, right? Where's that? Mm-mm. In Brooklyn. New York. Brooklyn. Yeah. It's in that like part of Brooklyn that used to have to be scared of to walk around at mm-hmm. night, but now it's gentrified, so you can like has walk, like no sign. Walk your yeah. yeah. It's like the a walls, black. Here's like a what? It's like a restaurant in the corner. Some Spanish. Oh, it's or, a fucking uh, one of those uh, bodegas on yeah. the corner. It's like this weird thing, and then it's like a black door, and then some random other. And you're like, mm, oh, the black door has like this fucking inverted cross handle. Yeah, but oh. if I hadn't been there before, we never would have. Yeah. Like, like no name, like in Wayne's World when they go to the tool the toolbox. Yeah, it's just as one soon as you side. open it, you're like, ooh, and then it's like black yeah. in there, and it's red, and fucking all kinds of demonic shit. You're like, hey, welcome, people. Yeah, I'm like, holy awesome. fuck, dude. I think the only place I ever played in Brooklyn was uh, Lucky Thirteen Saloon. Oh, that's a cool place. It's, like, it's a go-go bar. It's awesome. Like we're loading out our gear, and girls are coming in in trench coats, and they're dancing on the bar. I'm like, fucking awesome. Well, we used to go to Lemoore back in the day, and you would like park and run to the fucking club because if not, you got shot or fucking stabbed, like from your car rate. to the club. Yeah, or butt rate. <laughs> so we used to fucking, like, now you go up to Brooklyn, it's like, Christ, fucking three in the morning. Well, that, that was kind of uh, Skid Row Garage in York. It was in like a pretty sketchy part <laughs> of York. Like the last show. I went to, not the one we played, and, like, we had to park, like, four blocks away and walking up, some crackhead's like, I'll suck your dick for fucking, like, 20 <laughs> bucks, and I'm like, what? She was talking about how, like, she's like, you don't gotta wash your balls, I don't give a fuck, and we're like, what the fuck? Like, we only happen? have a five, like, bro. Yeah, like, this is crazy, this is cool can shit. You, can you break a 50? Yeah. Have, you ever been, have you guys ever been to Skid Row? And then, like, no. everyone's like, it was funny, because, like, we had the show, and then, like, I think it was the, the Halloween show we played, we did, uh a Judas priest cover set. And like, everyone's having fun at the show. And like, people are pissing in the corner all night. And like the townies, the locals like filtered in and we're like partying with us. And it was, it was fucking wild. Skid Row, the guy MC from old tigers owns the, I think he owns the building and then the garage on the property too. And then he would rent out the garage, half of it for like practice spaces. And then the other half, he had like a venue built. I mean, it was small. So you put, like, even 20 people in that room, you're partying. Yeah. And uh, it was fun. But his Halloween shows there were bangers. Like, he put, like, 10 bands on. And then everyone got, like, a 20-minute cover set. Four songs, you're in and out. But uh, it was small. And then he finally, he did it for 10 years, and he finally got shut down. (laughs) They finally shut him down. And then now he bought a legit venue. And what's the name of that venue? It's going to be Skid Row. Oh, right. I don't I don't know if it's gonna be the garage or a skid row, but like what's the other place in York that puts on shows? Because I know there's um, a, a sadistic visions plays there all the time now. Oh what the fuck is that name? Well there's that JB Love Drafts is in like it's, Mechanicsburg. Yeah, it's Mechanicsburg. No, there's a place in York that has shows too. Because I think even Anthrophobia played there at one point. Yeah, JP's has two locations. Yeah, they have yeah, one yeah. in Mechanicsburg and one in Harrisburg. Yeah. yeah, the Harrisburg location is like this tiny little bar. Yeah. It's fucking it, the way it's set up is really stupid because like 
you walk through and the band kind of like plays sideways and there's like six feet. So, yeah, it's, it's really because it's like in the middle of a block with yeah, a bunch of but, like other. The Mechanicsburg location, that's where we played with Midnight, and it was cool. It was like Applebee's that had a show. Nice. It's like it's like yeah. this stage, and like all the locals that just want to go there for like beer and food are like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> the place you know, is awesome. Yeah, the show it, is great. Yeah, it was cool as fuck. Well, those um, guys that do the podcast that do, what is it, Um, We Are Morbid? Okay. They do a pod, they're the ones that put on a lot of the shows there. They, they have some cool fucking shows at that we place. We used to play at the Depot. I used to play out there at the depot. With Maybe Gordon. that might be the place. Well, it, it was a depot. Was oh, like West a, York Inn. That's okay. what I was. There's they're doing a bunch of shows. That's I'm like out of touch. Like I I was in. I haven't played metal in like two years, and then I was like in the country band Slugger not stopped. So like I'm out of touch of like what's going on, who has new venues, who has new bands. What was what was the band you were in with Devin? Crucify everyone. All right. Yeah, but we only did like four shows. I was gonna say I seen you guys at it yeah. young ones. Okay. With um Wednesday Oh Christ, what's the name of the band? <laughs> dead by Wednesday. Yeah. Oh no, it's another another spot, the building in Copley. It's like an oh, right. that's, that's a cool yeah. place. That's like a like an old church. It's like an old schoolhouse yeah, old or an one old room church. schoolhouse. That's awesome. Yeah. And they have it like walled off and they have a stage in it and like some dude just refurbs amps and stuff on one side and the other side he has a stage. Yeah, cuz it do like a- more done up than when we played yeah, cuz yeah, it was yeah. like fucking it was a shithole when we played. <laughs> cuz I know they do a bunch of hardcore shows and stuff yeah. there, ain't. Yeah, I think uh Pubicide had their tape release last night there. All right. Yeah. Pubicide. Oh, who? Um, Pubicide is um, Steve. <laughs> Steve, that was in Baton Death March with he Travis. Was he in Bastard Thieves, too? He was in Bastard Thieves. He was in News Party. Steve plays. He's been in a bunch of bands. But, yeah, they played last Shitty night. Shitty Steve. Scummy Steve. <laughs> Scummy Steve. Yeah. It's a great dude. I'd love to be like, yeah, I know them. I know them. <laughs> I don't. but It's okay. <laughs> But the the dude that used to be on No One's Hero, John. Yeah. Oh, what the fuck band is? Bob was in the band with him actually for a while. Okay. Um, I don't know. He they played there for a couple. Yeah, times. the building was cool. I'm trying to go back there soon. Yeah. Do you have you played there since? Slugger not played. Nope. That was a good night. But I talk I talked to Steve originally because he was booking up in uh, Bethlehem. Everyone was booking at Kerrigan's, which used to be Planet Trog. And then, I guess, they upped their rent. So then everyone kind of was like, well, shit, where are we going to put shows now? And that's how the SoCal show popped up at there. And then Steve went back to putting shows on at, at the building. It's crazy how, like, all these venues are just, like, these tiny, small venues that just play music and you don't even really like a lot of these venues. I didn't even realize I know the buildings. I know what they were. I had no idea they played shows. Yeah. So it's crazy how well, these small venues do I'm that. Pretty sure like Adelphia seafood out on like Penn Ave didn't black flag play there back in the day. Yeah. When it was back. <laughs> oh, really? Um, yeah. Cause it was used to be a, I uh, can't remember the name of the, it used to be a club before it was Adelphia. It was a like, tiny across from the wall. Yeah. 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 It, Cause it, that was that warehouse. Cause it was part of that. It's the warehouse, and it's part of the, uh, I don't know what the hell's... Friendly's is next to it. Yeah, it has, yeah. like, that weird, like, uh, like strip mall or whatever the hell it is. dealer thing yep. next to it. Yeah. yeah, they used to do, like, classic muscle cars mm-hmm. and shit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, then they was a club for a little while, and I know they had had 
quite a few shows in there, and then all of a sudden, I guess I think Adelphia bought it out and then just gutted it. I want to play in Adelphia Seafood. Yeah, that would be cool. cool. <laughs> Throwing like lobsters and shit. Fucking whipping fish. Every you get a wristband, like you get a wristband to get in, and then you get your fucking bonus wristband for like ten bucks, and you get like a fucking fried shrimp platter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Get a bunch yeah. of clams. Like, there's no booze. <laughs> you don't get to drink. You have to bring your own beer, but you can get a fucking a seafood. Dude, I'm, fine I'm in the crab seafood. salad section, bro. Check this <laughs> out. Front row. Up some oysters. <laughs> oh, and that fucking dude will show up again, and we get pissed on and get free crabs. <laughs> Not those crabs. Yeah. There's apparently there's a place in Scranton that they do metal shows in a fucking donut shop. It's like well, and down in DC, the yeah. the pie place. I mean, we we seen who was it? Call from McGruger Grind at that vegan burrito place in Philly. Yeah, that was um, cool. Nick's vegan in Philly. We saw McGruder Grind and Call. That was a cool fucking backslider. I think backslider. No, no, it I was, hate this. Which is like backsliders. Other band, yeah, yeah, back in the day, that was a cool fucking show. That was like show. 10 years ago, but that was awesome. It was like 250 people in a fucking vegan shop. I mean, the place is only 15 feet wide and like maybe mm-hmm. 80 feet long, and they're just selling cheap PBRs in the back. It was is that, great. Is that the same weekend we seen Motorhead in Atlantic City? I think so. Oof, that was a, yeah, it was a cool uh, dude. Fucking that is that is it was the, it was the gr- one band that I always kept putting off going to see. Yeah, it was great because huh. because I was like. <laughs> I was what, like seventeen? <laughs> he was really lucky because I, I I took him to a lot of shows yeah. when I was really young. But they were all old enough to go into the casino, and it was like December, and I wasn't allowed in, so I just like walked on the boardwalk by myself. Like it sucks. <laughs> then I got to see Motorhead. I gambled cool. and made my money back. Yeah. Like first, second pool, hit it for like sixty-two bucks. I'm like, well, that was my ticket and my twenty bucks <laughs> in gas. <laughs> Fucking awesome. call it. My ears still bleed from that fucking Motorhead show. Ugh, it was the off. loudest show I've ever been to <laughs> to this day. It was yeah, rub it in. What, <laughs> one of those bands I always wanted to see, and I'm glad I got to see, was the Ramones. Like, I got to That's see cool. them, but, like, Motorhead was just that fucking white whale that always eluded me. That's how that's how Magruder Grind was for me for a long time. Henry Rollins was like that for a long time. Rancid. Oh, I, did you I see was, Henry Rollins? I seen him do spoken word like three times. Oh, nice! Yeah, yeah. I I'm, next time he swings around, I'm gonna catch him. He plays at uh, he always does it at the Whitaker Center in Harrisburg, mm. and that place is really cool because it's pitched so hard, like the theater seating. There's not a shitty spot in that building. Well, he did the Communion Club. But is that like they there's a lot stuff? of shitty spots in the Communion <laughs> Club though? <laughs> the spoken word thing is that like poetry? No, like? it's just like it's kind of like this, just like telling stories and it's like. You know, He's great. That yeah, fucking dude yeah. is amazing storyteller. Yeah, it's not like, you know, dudes talking about, like, the obscurity of, like, a square box that you can't see or some dumb <laughs> shit. It's not like a coffee shop. <laughs> yeah, bro, and that's stop. awesome. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> no, it's Tell literally us the just, about the popcorn. It's just him telling stories about, like, Black Flag shit and, like... Traveling. And, like, and traveling. And, like, the last one I just saw was him telling about how a dude broke into his house. <laughs> like dude came from like Finland or Norway and then broke into his house and didn't understand why Henry Rollins was mad at him to break. Cause he broke into his house. Jesus Christ. And it went on for like a couple of days where the dude break in and then disappear or like at least hop over his fence and the security alarm would go off and like didn't. And then Rollins is the one that caught him. And then I had to have the cops come. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> That was it the whole time. I mean, he, he would have wanted to get caught by yeah. that dude. Can you imagine? Why are you mad that I broke into your house? Yeah. You touched me. 
breaking like, the mic. He'd get a fucking probably, bullet in his forehead he here. He lives in California now, right? Yeah. So he probably yeah. couldn't even like kick his ass or he would have went to fucking yeah. jail. It's yeah, where I, his uh, over there. cum stained futon washed up years ago is what he always says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he lives in like West Hollywood somewhere up in the fucking hills. Oh, last year I was in L.A. like right now mm. on a murder tour. It was sweet. I know, that's a fucking awesome... I just rented a motorcycle and just went to where everyone got killed. <laughs> I brought home dirt from Spawn Ranch, and I have it in a penicillin vial from, like, 1969. Like, this summer it happened. Damn, dude, so I have, like, awesome. nails and, like, old tiles from the buildings from Spawn Ranch and dirt, like, sitting on my mantle in my house. Yo, that's, and it's crazy how, like, they celebrate that shit out there. Like, the murders and just... Yeah, like, he lived out crazy. there. Every, yeah. Everyone thought I was fucking weird. Because I'm like, yo, I'm going to fucking rent this motorcycle and I'm going to go to Spawn Ranch and CeeLo Drive. And I saw, and like, we're there and there's like other people popping out of the woods. And I'm like, yo, I'm looking for the fucking Manson cave. And they're like, oh, dude, it's right down there. And just smoked weed down there. And I was like, oh, see, like, I'm like with my friend, I'm like, see, we're not fucking weird, man. I'm like, everyone's doing it. No, they, I, know, I was no, following you. weird. It's just there's other weird people. Yeah. Well, you get a room full of people that would do the same thing. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. like, you could I, literally get a map. Like, they show you where the Black Dahlia murder happened. You can just visit that area. That was it's a building everyone's now. Everyone's like, did you go to the Black Dahlia murder? I'm like, it's a fucking sidewalk, man. There's a sidewalk there. Yeah, it's, it's a sidewalk in a building. That's what's there now. Yeah. front yard. <laughs> yeah, I fucking loved it. Like, I, I love L.A. And I did the, the Hollywood yeah. Forever Cemetery and all that yeah, yeah. shit. I went to Lemmy's Cemetery. Yep. That was cool. Same. I had a gallon of whiskey. We got it from Costco. And my buddy's like, are you going to carry a gallon of whiskey into the cemetery? I'm like, who the fuck's going to tell me I can't? And he's like, eh, all right. And I walked in and fucking my motorhead vest on and found it and poured a bunch of whiskey on his grave, poured some out. Dio's like directly across from Dude, him. I have a oh, picture yeah. standing right in front of Dio's grave and there's a fucking rainbow shooting across me. Oh, yeah. I shit you fucking not. In the dark. Yeah. In the fucking <laughs> yeah. Well, he's, ne- he's next to Carrie Fisher. Yep. Yeah, which is wild. So Star Wars Dio and fucking. Did you Lemmy see the Nevin Campbell one? No. Like it's a whole fucking fence and a garden and shit right in the middle of that cemetery. Weird. Is he the not? Yeah, Nevin. Nevin. No, Nev Campbell's from Scream. No, who's the? <laughs> She's the, not dead yet. The soul dude whose dad killed him. Oh, Marvin Gaye. Is it Marvin? Yeah, that's yeah Marvin Gaye. It's like a whole fucking fence and a garden and shit. That's like, awesome. Right Are you sure that's where the rainbow wasn't coming from? No, no, no. It was. Just coming from the Dio. I mean, Dio is pretty he is gay. Yeah. <laughs> he has a big fucking yeah. area. Like, Lemmy's got this fucking little square with a plaque. and Dude, you know Lemmy's banging fucking Princess Leia. Oh, yeah. Dude, you're walking around that whole fucking cemetery. You're like, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, what the fuck? Oh. <laughs> it was way cooler than walking down, like, the Hollywood Walk. You're like, oh, there's, like, John Candy's star. And, like, oh, there's, it's, like... It's better to see their cemetery. Did you go see Johnny Ramones? Uh, I don't know. Dude, it's a whole fucking statue no. of him playing guitar. And then you go up the street and there's Dee Dee. It's his little fucking headstone. <laughs> want, it's like, I poor to, fucking Dee Dee. I went to OJ Simpson's house. Oh, no shit. <laughs> that was pretty cool. That's cool. That's fucking awesome. It's like people were like, I was across the street at one point, and then you see some dude walk by in like a suicidal tendency shirt, and he's like <laughs> kind of creeping. I'm like, yo, you're at the right fucking house, man. He's like, oh, thanks, dude. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy how they celebrate the macabre out there. It really is, man. Yeah, it's it's fucking like, LA. Uh, Everything's weird out yeah. there. It's great. I went to yeah. uh, I went to where Paul Walker died. The Fast and the Furious. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, like normally, like don't the burning give bush. A, yeah, don't give a <laughs> shit. 
but it was on the way to the bridge from the Lost Boys. So I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'm here. I'll stop. Yeah, you here. Check yeah. it out. Yeah. And like, there's nothing for him. And I'll, there's literally like the stump of the tree he demolished with that fucking sports car. <laughs> and then people like carve some shit into the tree next to it. And I'm just like, your bro Vin Diesel made how much fucking money off you? He can't even put you like a little plaque there. Like, you cheap fuck. Dude, you should have put like a Matchbox car upside down. There's Matchbox cars <laughs> screwed to the tree. <laughs> <laughs> of like whatever car he's like famous for driving. Oh, it was a like Porsche, kind of wasn't it? Porsche thing, yeah. yeah. It was kind of like Ryan Dunn. I think yeah. it was like a nine... What, like well, no, he died in the 918. Oh. But I think his car was a Skyline. That's what he... Like people loved him most for the Skyline. So it's interesting to see if he got... One of each, one he died in and one he cared Yeah, for. I got the economy one. I used to go past Ryan Dunn's all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't afford the Paul Walker back then. Yeah, it was awesome. Did you visit uh, the Rainbow where Lemmy had his... I heard they put like a I tribute in the corner. I visited the Rainbow in 2012 because I was like... We were out there with Gloom Doom, and I was like, I'm going to try to find Lemmy. So, like, I went, <laughs> I went to the Rainbow, and he wasn't there, but I did. I got to, like, visually see the Mega Touch that he always yeah. played. So, that's, like, that's gone now, because they gave it to him, like, right before he died. Yeah, that's what I heard. Now there's, like, a huge just, statue yeah. there. Okay. Yeah, that's what I heard. I wasn't sure. I haven't seen it yet. I just heard that there's, like, a new statue where they put where the Mega Touch was. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Yeah, we were out during COVID the last time, so I didn't want to fucking... The whole, like... It was still, like, last year, even though it was 2022, there were still, like, mask restrictions, like, inside, like, L.A. proper. Yeah. You know, if you're in the suburbs, like, I found the diner from Reservoir Dogs, and I'm like, yo, we're fucking going there. We're not tipping. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you want to know the joke about Madonna? <laughs> and that fucking song, dick, dick, like dick, a virgin. Dick, 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 dick. dick. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's literally like 10 minutes from Lemmy's Cemetery. So I was like, this is what we're doing today. And like the dudes I went with, like, I will give them all the credit, like as fucked up as they would get. They woke up every day at like seven o'clock with me and they're just like, all right, what are we doing today? <laughs> how, how was it riding on the motorcycle around out there? It was insane. Like, like, it's like lane splitting and shit. Lane splitting. Like, I don't do it out here because like. You don't have You'll to. You'll get hit with a fucking yeah. door out here for starters. But over there, they, they kind of like, they're accustomed to it. So they'll fan out a little bit. But at one point, like I remember looking down, we're doing like 65 miles an hour, like between cars. And we're just lane splitting. I'm just like, Jesus Christ. I know. That's, I was that's, that's how it was in North Carolina when I lived down there, like doing 65 because it'd take you fucking 50 minutes to go three miles. You know, it's like my bike's, air cooled like i'm fucking splitting lanes and like i would pass cops and they they didn't they know they don't give a fuck I'm sure it's L- the same out there out too. in la it was kind of fucking scary because it was all like mongols and galloping Yo, gooses fucking the, like like you didn't dare fuck with the them the scariest <laughs> thing so like we spent all day we like left rode all the way up the coast all the way to malibu and then over to spawn ranch and all this shit rode up uh i think you it was route like one yeah, we went up okay, one, one yeah. and then we cut across and went up, I think it was like Old Highway like 39, all the way to where like Avalanche and Rock fell in, and we ripped down that, got back on the highway, and we're lane splitting, and my buddy, there's four of us, and two of them were at System of a Down and Corn, and they didn't leave the fucking Airbnb unlocked, so I was like, put, give us a pin where your car is parked, 
put the keys on the car. So we get off some exit. I'm following my buddy. He has his GPS on his bike and we're at a light and we're sitting there and he's like thumping his music and I have my headphones off and I hear like a, and I'm like, Oh fuck. And I'm like tapping. I'm like, yo, we got to go, go fuck this red light. And he's just looking at me and we blow through the red light, like in a panic. And we get up to where we had to be. And he's like, what was that about? I'm like, you didn't hear the crip whistle back there at the light. He's just like, I don't know what a crip whistle is. I'm like, like the gang, the crips, like the whistle. And he's like, I don't even know what that sounds like. I'm like, movies, man. Absorb <laughs> shit. I was like, and that was the Crip whistle. And I'm like, my vest looks like I'm in a gang. So does yours. We have out-of-state plates. I'm like, fuck that. I was like, <laughs> I was like, let's go home. I was like, we cheated death enough for the day. Lane splitting, Crip whistles, ripping down a canyon in the dark. Like, I'm good. Yeah, you're you're really fucking navigating shit out there, man. There's yeah. like all kinds of crazy shit going on. Yeah, it's, yeah, like, it, I lived where I used to work. I If I would have been able just to drive there, it would have took me 31 minutes just to drive. But because I had to get on the I-5, it literally took me almost an hour just to go Oof. four exits. Yeah, every day. Yeah, that's how that's how Charlotte was. We it were was 20, 26 Dude, minutes. terrible. <laughs> 26 minutes for me to get from my house to work in the morning, hour and a half on the way home. Dude, Charlotte, I don't, it's the only place I've ever been to where traffic just goes fucking nowhere. Like, you don't for, know for, where it's going. For no reason. For, yeah, exactly. You're it's just like, stop traffic. What the fuck? For no reason. Yeah. There's, there's no accidents. There's, no idea why. Well, yeah, it just nothing. fucking stops. Yeah, there's just, all lanes are stopped. You're like, what the fuck? Fuck, you don't need to go that far fucking Reading. I can get to work in 13 minutes from here to work. But fucking during the week, it takes me fucking 35. Fucking assholes. Yeah, it's 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 really like I said, but there it's a whole different kind of fucking just crazy. Yeah. Oh like, yeah, it really the, is. Look at the four hundred five; it's like thirteen lanes of fucking parking. Yeah, that's <laughs> and some dude trying to sell is. you oranges and flowers. We yeah, originally, <laughs> we originally like we started lane splitting, and then we seen a dude lane split like the HOV lane. Where I'm like, oh, there's more room over there. Like, he's got the idea. Were you nervous as shit, like, running down between those cars? Or did you get used to it? I got used to it after, like, the first, like, five or ten miles. But it was kind of nerve-wracking at first. And then, like, I was leading, and I had a Yamaha Bolt because I wanted something smaller. And he had, like, a fucking street glide. So I'm like, I don't know if he's going to fit. So then we switched, and he led because if he could fit... Cause he had the whole fairing. Like if he could fit between mirrors and shit that I could fit, mm. but yeah, it's gnarly. Yeah. Cause most of those cops, they ride those like BMWs with the big cases and they fit. So yeah, yeah it's, yeah, they don't even use like the old Harleys anymore. They use like the, uh, like the, uh, the BM- yeah, exactly. Yeah. That can pretty much go on and off road. But they out, they're also, like, really wide with the shit that they need to carry. I mean, so. I was fucking stressing out watching them. They were fucking cruising down between us. Like, holy fuck, dude. Like, you could never do that at home. No. Well, no, that's because the difference here is everybody's assholes, and they don't want you to get in front of you. So yeah, and some fucking yeah. asshole would well, open their do door. Do that shit, right. Whereas California, it's just, yeah, you get used to it. Everyone's, so, like, my assumption on the West Coast versus the East Coast is, like, we colonize and build everything so fast here that everything's up each other's ass. And then, then it's like, oh, let's try this again out here and, like, take our time. Spread it out. And spread it out and plan it. And that's why they're, like, way more calm. And we're just like, fuck, this sucks. This sucks. Fuck you. Yeah, they're dude, they are not fucking uptight like we are here. No, that's no, for sure. Not that's, at all. No, they but, told me the reason why is because you guys are in the winter and alone most of the time. It's whereas they're outside a majority of the time. That's what I was told. 
I don't sense. know, dude. When I was in fucking California, the light would be red. It would literally turn green. And right before I went from red to green, everybody was honking. <laughs> I'm like, fuck you, dude. Yeah. Like, I hated fucking California. I hated it. I see, I love LA. I've been out there like five or six times. I fucking love cruising. I would never LA. be able to live there full time. No. But like, to visit for a couple of days is fine. Dude, it was a scumbag place. Where did you live? I lived in Long Beach. Long Beach. And let me tell you what. The, the, the long When I lived there, the one thing I learned was everybody's cool, and they're cool when they first meet you, but the longer you know them, sooner or later, they're going to fuck you over just to get something they want. So That's the, what I found out so a lot about So the complete opposite of here, where they'll fuck you over first, and then they want right. to be your friend. friend right, exactly, gotcha. yeah. So it's completely <laughs> different out there. It's like they suck you in, they draw you in, and then it's just like, you know. That's like, did you see the meme of like, changing the tire where it's like west coast versus east coast it's like west coast it's like oh that fucking sucks fuck you buddy and then on the east coast it's like you're a fucking idiot give me your tire <laughs> like yep. Listen, every country has that like even in scotland there was a whole east coast west coast thing fucking like the, they always used to say on the west coast on the east coast They'll say you would have had your tea. And yeah. In other words, like they won't invite you in to have tea and shit. Yeah. Well, they're fucking vampires. You have to invite them into your house. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I don't know. Fucking, it's, there's a reason that people drink the way they do. I was just looking into Norway to go on like a motorcycle trip in Norway. And apparently there's like 24 hours of fucking sunlight. Oh, there you go. I don't know if it's like only a certain part of the year, but like. In June, never or the gets summer. dark in Norway. Yeah, like the, I think it's the summertime. Sun sets, and then like the way I guess the Earth yeah, rotates, like, it's always a sunset. It like sets, but it comes down, and then it comes right back yeah. up again. Dude, and I was what, like, well, that's cool. You can party longer. Like when I lived in Scotland, like it would get dark around ten thirty, quarter to eleven, and at fucking three o'clock, the sun was coming up already. It fucked you up. It was like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Like, and we we uh just booked a trip to the Netherlands, and I got a buddy up there who rides. So like, that's what. One day, that's what we're going to do. He's going to lend me one of his bikes, and we're going to spend all fucking day riding, like, through Amsterdam and shit. That's awesome. Yeah, it's going to be cool. Yeah, like, out there, riding a bike out in those areas are way fucking cooler than they are here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like the rolling hills and the greens and shit. Like, like it's, like, sometimes some weird, deserted, like, one-lane fucking roads, man. It's, it's crazy fun. how that happens. Yeah. yeah. We were, we were and in, in Amsterdam, you get to pick who you ride <laughs> from the window. Yeah, we were uh, we were in Florida on tour with Sluggernaut, and I remember a dude like, "Oh, you guys like ride?" And we're like, "Yeah." He's like, "What's it like riding in Pennsylvania?" And we're like, "It's awesome." He's like, "Well, there's all those curves and like hills," <laughs> and we're like, "What's it like riding in fucking Florida where everything's flat and straight?" <laughs> Probably like, boring as shit. Yeah. Don't have to worry about deers. And the one thing fucking... I think about is like, could you imagine hitting a fucking alligator? Yeah. Like crossing the road, like you're They're ripping like... at nighttime and you don't see it. And before you know, you're fucking up on top of it. That would suck. As long as you start in the tail, you can at least like jump in. <laughs> or you're fucking driving under trees and fucking iguanas are falling on you. I hit a fucking tire, do, like a tire tread doing like 65 once and like could have shit my pants. Because, like, before I, like, was in my field of vision, like, it was already too fucking late. So I could imagine hitting a whole fucking crocodile or alligator. But, you know, it's no different than hitting, like, a deer here on a bike. Yeah. You know, I, I got a friend that hit a deer at 80 miles you an hour. You can go over was, an alligator. Yeah. You're not going over <laughs> a deer. No. Like, no, in fact, they're usually going fucking right into you. Yeah. But yeah. his I had, brother got fucking hit by a deer. Yeah, a like deer T-bone, hit him. T-bone. Yeah. On a bike. Mm-hmm. 
and I got, I got another buddy. He's from, he lives out in Arizona now. Uh, but, uh, he, he fucking split a deer in half with his bike. Fucking went down. Yeah. Oof. It was, I think Full it was, sense. it was dead on the road and it was either dead on the road and he split it in half or he just hit it going that fucking fast. Split it. He went down. Yeah, I had a guy, a buddy of mine, similar situation. He had a hit in Arizona, but he hit a fucking armadillo. Yeah. And it was, yeah. Like hitting a rock. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what he said. It was just like, it was like hitting a fucking boulder, man. It was, yeah. Yeah, it, they're, they're a bit shocking. I remember when we drove down to Louisiana, coming back to Arkansas, there was like dead fucking armadillos yeah. all over the place. It's I just like fucking big gray boulders. I follow this one dude. His name's Dumb Rush on Instagram. And he rode a fucking scooter from like Oregon all the way across the country to Maine for this one biker party I went to. Like a pink fucking, like, Vespa, Vespa or some shit. And, uh, dude, he, like, he made it all the way across in this fucking shitty scooter. Chicks were showing him it, their boobs and, like, partying with him, like, at different biker parties. And then he got to the, the deadbeat retreat. And then, from what I, like, picked up on Instagram, like, I didn't get to meet the dude even though we were partying at the same place. He... Left the scooter with this one guy at Chicken Fried Choppers, and then that guy gave him his like dirtster version of a sportster, and then he rode it back to Trans American Trail, back to fucking Oregon. But there was like the two funniest things I remember from his post were one, he didn't have anywhere to sleep, so he parked at a fucking a Lowe's, like you know they have those like sheds outside for like sale yeah he pulled his bike inside the shed and just slept in the fucking like display shed <laughs> that's a good move that's fucking really slick and then there then eventually he like because he didn't have a tent he did it with nothing but like a fold-out pad and then at one point he like tarp camped and a bunch of armadillos fucked with him in the middle of the night they all were like corralling him and shit so then he was like i'm done i need a fucking tent like <laughs> You guys are getting fucking bullied by a herd of fucking armadillos. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. Yeah. Well, I remember when I lived over in the UK, like the scooter gangs. There was like these gangs of fucking skinheads on scooters. And my fucking... <laughs> started, I started laughing and my brother-in-law was like, dude, no, don't. He's like, they'll fuck you up. I was like, oh, really? So... So, you don't think we're powerful? <laughs> when I was in fucking your ass. Amsterdam, it's like all bicycles, but by the time you get to France, like all they do is rip around those Vespas and like scooters and shit, like everywhere. Oh, they're fucking into it. Yeah. Well, they go like 65. <laughs> Dude, so like some of those mini bike builds that you can buy now, like you can do like 65 miles an hour easy on them now because they have like swap out kits. <laughs> And, like, you take your old Honda Monkey or your, what are they, Kawasaki CTs or whatever, and you can put a 125 or a 140 motor in it. Kind of doing well, 60 on something this fucking big. I've seen it. Yeah. I've like, seen it fucking on in front of my house, on my street. That's fucking my crazy. Friend, my friends build them. Like, when, it's fucking gnarly. When I lived in uh, Gastonia, right outside of Charlotte, everyone had mini bikes or Vespas or little scooters, but that's because you don't need a driver's license and everyone down there fucking doesn't have a driver's license because they all got arrested for DUI. So they all lost yeah, it. They're all ripping down the shoulder in these little fucking Vespas all the time up, up going here, to the gas I think, stations. I think up here you have to be under a certain CC. Yeah, yeah, they're all like under 100 CC or something. So like I say, you don't need a license, but since they're on the shoulder, as long as they have a helmet on, no one fucks with them. Got all these fucking crackheads riding Vespas around. I'll suck your dick. Yeah. You don't even got to wash them balls. 20 bucks. That's fine. 
Yeah, that's another interesting place. Like the further south you go, the more interesting it gets. I, I love how this interview has nothing to do with tree knock. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's the bullshit part of the podcast. Yeah. Absolutely. I was like, trust me, I was married to a woman from the south. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am pretty sure that when you go to hell, you're going to be interested and you're going to be meted from somebody with a, uh, with a southern accent. Like, welcome to hell. Bless your, bless your heart. <laughs> like, fuck you. <laughs> bless my heart. Old, old ass. <laughs> so when's when, when are you holding off to this album that you have in your pocket? When's that coming out? I th- my main like hang up in my head is I need to have a fucking ripping party for it, and like no one has the balls to give me a venue to have a ripping party. That's Call like, Paul. That's my problem. How about how about this? Did you talk to? Because when we would do shit at Homer's, like when we did like the Slugger Not releases, or like like. I've always had a banger party when my bands like release shit. Like that's just, I'm good at it. And that's like what I like to do. And I just don't like, I really want to do some, do something at nitro bar. Cause I like that place. But, I was going to say, did you ask him about doing it on the third floor where it's not quite finished, where shit goes I heard, wrong? I heard we can't because it's not like they don't have the occupancy permit. <laughs> it's kind of like in Wayne's world. Here's your occupancy permit. Now you Squeeze can, now you can do something. Powder. Yeah. Like so, he won't do it on um in the garage either. I don't know. I gotta double check because I they were doing like a trial run with flux capacitor like, like jam band, but like I mean yeah you can have flux capacitor play in your house. That's not us. I mean like but also this isn't the same band as Slugger not like we're not people aren't getting pelted with beers. But that's <laughs> not, not up to me. It's kind of like Bad Luck Thirteen show. If people start yeah. throwing beers. That's them throwing what, beers. What happens happens. It's not me throwing beers, right? Like <laughs> you want to piss on some dude's face? But, uh, hey, go right ahead. <laughs> but like, yeah, like, eat a chick out. Yeah, with some keys in your mouth. Because <laughs> the first the first EP, we started this band in like 2020. Because Slugger not stopped, and then me and Justin were like abruptly. Yeah, we were. We needed something to do, so we started it, and then we met our bass player Matt. Matt's been like scene adjacent the whole time. Like he is a sound waves dude, silo dude, and somehow we never met until he started working with me. When Josh was living down south, and I already recorded the first EP, and then by the time he came home and he was interested in being in the band, I already had the second EP wrote, so we did that too recorded and wrote that too and like so we're just sitting on it looking for a reason to put it out if people want to hear it i have it it's done all right well you need to put it out sooner than later yeah the eight songs are long enough for you 18 minutes <laughs> yeah and you need vinyl well, well if we put those other ones out it'll be like 28 minutes so yeah it's all right. that's definitely his attention span mm-hmm. i think yeah, it's a lot about of people's 20, 22 22 like, minutes I mean, good. even like good records that I know I like, like old records, like I don't really want to listen to it for more than a half an hour. No, I don't. I mean, I I agree with him. Like Juan won't listen to a full album. No, like it's, he needs not because shit. I don't like, like it. Even the shit that I love, dude. I'm like, I love to put it in an eclectic mix of shit, and then I listen to all of it. So that when it comes in, it's like I can pay attention to that song, and then mm-hmm. the next song is like whatever, and you know, it just keeps moving. If I hear the same fucking album forever, I hate it all. Then yeah. eventually, it's like you just get sick of it. Yeah, it's like fucking radio when you Overplay hear the same it. song over and over again. It's like you love it in the beginning, and then 
A month in, you're like, fuck this shit, dude. Yeah, like, I, I hate I it. I have to, like, consciously tell myself, like, when I hear a new album for the first time and love it, like, only listen to it, like, three times. And then mm. don't listen to it, even though you want to, for fucking a year. I got... That way you can still appreciate it. I got really lucky with, like, when I discovered Midnight, because they were coming on to my, my suggested, like, playlist or whatever. There was only, like, maybe three albums, like, up on Spotify. And then I don't know if they like went to their old record labels or got like the rights for all the other ones. But then all of a sudden one day I'm like, what is this? And there's like five other fucking albums. I'm like, yeah, great. Perfect. And then like two months later, they're like, Oh, here's our new record. And I was like, Oh, awesome. So the catalog expanded like that quick, which was cool. Cause I was on midnight freak out for like a year. It was great. Well, that's cool. I tend to get on like the Spotify playlists. Like I, I don't even list like the damned. Like I love the damned. Like yeah, and yeah. I'll just throw their their playlist on and then just listen through that because I fucking hate listening through one era of a band nonstop. Especially Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> don't hold back. Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> I'm holding back a little. There's definitely some Kiss hate in this room. But yeah, I don't know. I'm like I'll play in someone's garage if we have a party. We used to do them in my house, but now my print shop's expanded in my garage. I don't have room to have shows in my garage anymore. You can play in Josh's garage. I mean, <laughs> y'all want to come and move my fucking gym equipment? But you just play outside, dude, right? You can't you even park a truck. You can't yeah. even, like, park a car on the street in front of Josh's house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got in trouble. The bangers that I was having, like, there'd be, like, 50, 60 cars parked on the shoulder on my road because I live in the middle of the woods. I mean, honestly, if we just park along the entire road. Yeah, like take the yeah, take it all the way down. Yeah, what the fuck are they going to do? <laughs> yeah. That's perfect. All right, next week we're in. <laughs> <laughs> Outside. We did we did shows for years in like Floyd's basement, and he had neighbors. Like, right well, he lived right up here in Fleetwood, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and like, but we like made a point to like, we insulated his floor. We had like carpet hung on the ceilings. We had like carpet and old blankets like nailed over the windows and it was fucking you didn't hear shit unless that back door opened to go outside like it was quite like neighbors never gave a fuck the one time the neighbor was mad because there was a beer bottle in the front yard was like that's all you got (laughs) like i'll get that we were literally like blowing things up in the backyard with quarter sticks (laughs) when you're mad about a fucking beer bottle last night sorry fights people going to the hospital there's Wild times of that house. This Fleetwood. Yeah. Right down the street from where he used to live, there's a big fucking garage with a Nazi flag hanging in it. Jesus. So that should tell you what you need to know. We used to run, We one night we ran beer bongs through the floor. <laughs> through like the old like radiator holes that were in the floor where the piping used to be. And we're just, someone's upstairs pouring beers in it and someone's downstairs. Oh, fuck, that's efficient. And that it, just makes sense. Like <laughs> The most efficient thing we did, and it, this is a very good tip that I think everyone should know. If you're going to have a house party and you got that friend that just drinks all your fucking beer, you fill your washing machine up with ice and beer because no one's going to look in there for your beer supply. Yeah. And then all mm-hmm. the ice just melts and drains out anyways. Fuck. And that's what There's we did. Tip, we did kids. that for years. We fucking put all the beer in the washing machine. There you go. All the fucking shit's out of the bag now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> now everybody's going to be checking the washing machine. <laughs> have to switch to the outhouse now. <laughs> that was a great tip. Now all they'll find is shitty underwear. 
Uh, well, anything else? No, Any, what else do you want to know? Anything we didn't yeah. cover? <laughs> Whatever you want. Let's go back to that pissing. No. Yeah, I was going to say, we covered everything from pissing in the face to fucking... That was a hell of a video, though. I was like, yeah. what the fuck is going on here? Dude, he's, like, he's awesome. <laughs> he's a really cool dude. He is fucking something. And like I said, he, he's, just, he's that... He's a prime example of like professionalism, and you could still be like Psychopath. a scumbag and like a shithead <laughs> and like be yourself. Like he he's a fucking marine biologist. Like he used to go out and like now he does stuff inland. I'm not sure. Fucking but pull your pull used, your straw out of that sea turtle and fucking. <laughs> they used to put him on a boat for like days. Go and snort he, a bunch of drugs would, with it. He'd be the dude that like checked what you like fished and brought in. Like he was like the. The inspector. Fish cop. So that way, yeah, he was a fish cop, kind of. <laughs> I guess it would be like a game warden, I guess, right? I guess it would be kind of like uh, a game warden. Like, those the, those like, are squirrel cops. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tree pigs. Yeah. <laughs> Tree pigs. Uh, he was like, like your building inspector of like the ocean, you know? I need to eat this mermaid vagina quick. <laughs> <laughs> How tight is this dolphin butt? <laughs> but, so, yeah, I don't know. We got shows coming up. I'll play anywhere. More shows, yeah, Let's and if you need any printing about. done at all, Appalachian Mountain Printing, yeah, it's kind of cool. I get to print all our own stuff, yeah. So, so hit them up, keeps it cheap. I feel really dirty like selling t shirts for 20 bucks now. It shows so weird considering like I used That's to fucking sell them. cheap $20 I, yeah. for t shirts. I know, I cheap. feel, but like when I first like taught myself how to screen print because I couldn't afford shirts for my band, we were selling them for 10 bucks back in like 2003. So now like that's so ingrained in me, like 20 bucks. I'm like, oh, I feel like such a piece of shit. And Christ, when I was down at the holiday jam, I went to get a t-shirt from agnostic front and the guy's like 20 bucks. I was like, what? Like, is this real? Yeah. Cause Easy. I mean, shit, last show I went to, they were, I think it was $30 for a t-shirt. So. Cheap, that's the cheapest you're gonna. Yeah. Some of them shows you go to concert like, down in Philly, it's like forty for fifty shorts. bucks. Yeah, <laughs> the concert shirts are probably like fifty five bucks now with dates yeah. and shit on them. Uh, but I mean, I paid go. sixty for my tool shirt. So and that was a t shirt. Yeah, that's you should, sixty too even much. Bought a tool yeah. shirt. <laughs> I will take them over Kiss any day. <laughs> I'll give you a pass on like opiate, and that's about it. If yeah, you I, dude, like if you can take away from just the general annoyance of like like and it's weird because as I get older I kinda understand them. If you take away the annex of, of Maynard and just listen to the music, that's what I deal with. Is that's the shit. Um not well, so much. There's the too many like the way John likes Kiss or Big Nose likes Kiss is the way like most tool fans like tool. And that's why I, I just I want to punch every one of them. <laughs> Trust me, I have to deal with them. I want to punch every one of them. Yeah, it's like... Yeah, but they're, it's not just Tool. They're like Pucifer and fucking every other fucking band that he's in. Perfect Circle. But, and it's like, I don't understand this like... Yeah, like... Perfect Circle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> I, think, I think like a lot of like my hate... My girlfriend loves fucking Tool. And I hate him. And... <laughs> And uh, to the point where, like, Christmas, I got her a tool patch. And she's like, I can't believe you spent money on this. I'm like, I bought you a little tool patch, so that way you wouldn't buy a big tool patch for a mess. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so don't give me too much credit. The little, like, wrench stick? No, it's just, like, their logo. But, uh... And that was I probably $50. A, I think a lot of the reason I hate them is because, like, 
the way everything's mixed, it fucking sucks. There's no guitar on anything. Like the first record was cool. Like you could hear the guitar on like opiate. And then after that, it's just like all bass and like bullshit syncopation. I'm like, they're all talented. I won't take that away. So is dream theater, but fuck them too. But, like, but that's what happens when you have guys that are like, I guess you was, I don't want to say virtuosos, but with such egos and then they got to fight each other. And that know. to me I, is always I a tapped death of out a of Enema. After Enema, I couldn't yeah. really. Yeah. I can't do Enema. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I listen to the music and just like subside all the bullshit. That's I'm nearly I 50. I need them on occasion. <laughs> that was like the, one. the only way I get drunk. <laughs> Tool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the it's, only way I can listen to Tool is with a beer with up an enema up your yeah. ass. They're they're weird. It's like just a weird breed of like the people that try to pitch Tool to you. Also, like I just I there's so many dudes that like at the party you meet in high school that's like fucking drunk and he's got like an eyeball tattooed it's, on. It's him the and, equivalent like, of the person that says that wants to argue with you and tell you that Lars Ulrich is a good drummer. Yeah. Thank you. No, Thank he's you. not. Yeah, or, he or is. Like, Mas- fucking master puppet. Or that Neil Fuck Peart you. is the best drummer yeah. ever. And he, like, he good could, drummer. He couldn't play Nocturnal from Black Ugh. Dahlia Murder. I guarantee you he couldn't no. play that record. No. I just hate people trying to fucking pitch me on bands anyway. Like, dude, I like what like I like. Kiss. Don't fucking. <laughs> <laughs> you like Kiss. The best band ever. Here's a $4,000 vault. Ooh. You're going down a rabbit hole. <laughs> it's a tiny hole. That ain't no fuck. That's a big gaping fucking wrecked hole. Well, it's true. Like, Kiss sucks because they suck. And then they, like, rape everybody with all their shit, dude. It's like, oh, you want this album? Well, we have it in this fucking format, in this format, for another fucking 80 bucks. And everybody's like, oh, my God, it's the best fucking thing we ever. We have the greatest hits and then the best hits. The best of the greatest hits. hits. It's like Donald Trump selling you Kiss merch. Yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful vinyl. It's the best vinyl. This is the best one. But once you buy this one, there's a better one over here. That you, we're gonna you've never had one. vinyl like this before. Yeah, it fucking sucks. And they suck. Here's another Gene Simmons action figure. The best action figure. <laughs> it's like the metal clowns of the world. That's it right there. They're fucking plastic juggalos. Man. Oh, they should uh, play yeah. The Gathering. That would be the fucking shit. Yo, somebody told me that the juggalos are like a uh, newer generation of Kiss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and basically. I, and I, it just sticks in my head now. It's, that's every time I hear it, like, the juggalos are, are Have you ever I'm looked like, at, like, shit. the lineup for The Gathering? Oh, yeah. It's like a banger fucking lineup. Like, you can see, like, Soulfly or, like, Fear Factory, but then you can go see Morris Day in a motherfucking time. Like, <laughs> and why wouldn't you? Yeah. I know. The closest I get to the jugglers is that fucking dude who does the videos where he jumps on fucking things. Oh, like the, fucking oh. Super, super human. Yes. <laughs> yes. My jugglers and my jugglets. Fuck this. Shit. The thing jumps in the stuff. On like oh! a pile of fucking cheese graters. Or <laughs> and it, yeah, and screams yeah. for 10 minutes. Great. I, I take them over the hippies any day. Yeah. Yeah. I argue kids that. with autism jumping into shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what America's all about, yeah. isn't it? Oh, fuck. On that note, it seems like a good place to wrap it up, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, why don't we yeah. play us off with that same Tree Knock song again? Cool. 